Hi everyone! Welcome to another episode of Digital Switch. How are you, Sonia? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, is this our second episode of the year? I think it is. Nice. I can't believe it's already February. L- wow. Mid late February. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. It's gone by so fast. But it's been very exciting. And busy. And busy. No, I think your question should be, why is it, oh, why sorry, is it exciting? Why is it so exciting? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> no, actually, um, I thought maybe we could dedicate this episode to uh, something very, very cool and exciting, which is our entire positioning. Um, so for those of you who um, have not come to Pierre Nova's website, we highly encourage you to do so because you'll see that we have a brand new website with a lot of great um, messaging. Um, so I want to kind of maybe talk about that a little bit today. Yeah, let's do it. So let me kind of backtrack a little bit to how we've ended up here. I think we've talked about this before uh, on the show, uh, and I won't go into too much detail, but Generally speaking, we have been making uh, quite a lot of effort in the last year and a half or so to uh, make our messaging a little bit more succinct and a lot more benefit focused. Um, So there are a few reasons behind this, but the most important one is that we just want to kind of not say big data, blockchain, you know, technology X, technology Y, because the truth is we are here to solve a problem. And that problem uh, and the benefits of solving that problem is far more important than the technology underneath it. I, you know, I think we've covered this at length. Um, we're all huge fans of, of different techs today. You know, yesterday was blockchain, today is AI, whatever, right? But ultimately, um, in, the financial institution, in the financial industry, either for financial institutions, we are here to solve very specific problems. And so what we've done is that we've really worked hard on simplifying our mission and and sort of messaging so that we can we can start right off with why we even exist and opposed to this technology and that technology. When it comes to financial firms, we help them quickly optimize their data and their processes and guess what? Ultimately, their business. And I think that is really just the simplest way we could sort of tell people who we are and what we do. And then the second part of the entire sort of revamped messaging, if you will, revolves around three important benefits, right? So we have this great graphics, which I highly encourage uh, our listeners to go take a look. It's on our technology page. So you can just go to piernova.com forward slash Kineaform. And you'll see that it's basically a circular um, image that has three things in it. Uh, first one is gain insights. Second one is perform, perform better. better. And the third one is discover possibilities. Discover possibilities. What's really great about it, and this is what we wanted to discuss in this episode, right? To just kind of really at a very high level talk about what are the actual benefits of our platform? And, you know, we'll, we'll get into this in just a sec, but I think, again, another piece of this entire 
uh, puzzle, if you will, is being able to get to the quote unquote what of our offering much, much quicker. And I think we've done that now. Right. And one other thing about this is that it's a circle. So it's a virtuous cycle. So it keeps on going through data. You'll gain insights, you'll perform better and then discover possibilities. And it. it's it's ongoing. Yeah. It never stops. And that's the thing, right? Because um, we know that optimization, if you will, is a cyclical improvement. And therefore, it's not, you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's not like you can go to the gym one time and that's it. <laughs> You're set for life, right? <laughs> you got to keep going to the gym. And this is, the, this is a kind of a similar um, concept that you're not going to be able to optimize data and processes one time and you're good to go. This is an ongoing process. And that's why we wanted to really convey that in a circular um, sort of graphics, right? Mm -hmm. But Let's talk about the gaining insights part. Data is such a crucial part for these financial institutions and you have to um, make sense of it. So essentially you need to gain insights. You need to recognize, resolve, and optimize any sort of exceptions or um, opportunities that might come your way as a financial institution. Yeah, and it's really about understanding the underlying data because if you don't understand it, then chances are you're not able to take action. So the first thing we said as part of our sort of platform benefits, if you will, was that piece of gaining insight. So the second part is perform better. So let's dive into that one. What does perform better mean? Well, performing better, who do you want to perform be better for? Your clients and your stakeholders. So things like data quality, meeting their SLAs, and then improving the overall process. Um, that's going to help you perform better and make your clients happier. I love it. It's really that simple, right? You have gained certain insights and now you're able to perform better. And I know that's a very sort of um, very high level overarching type way of describing it. But the truth is when you understand your data, you know, let's say um, you're able to, like you said, identify exceptions or opportunities much, much quicker, uh, then you're in the performing better. And then the third piece, which is discovering other possibilities is all about the fact that if you are able to do this in say one workflow or one set of processes, then you're now able to identify what else you could do, mm -hmm. what else you could actually take into this concept of digital transformation that we talk about. Because like I said, this is a living thing and therefore you're going to constantly find other opportunities. And what's really great about the Cuneiform platform is that, number one, it's insights. Number two, it's a set of actions that you can take, meaning that it's not just enough to identify things. Um, there's a there's a great commercial. I, I can't remember what company it was, but there's a guy who says he's a guard somewhere and there's a bunch of uh, people that jump into a bank and try to rob the bank. And the guy says, and one of the customers says, hey, you know, turns to the guard and says, come on, do something about it. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just a monitor, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? And I love that because that's what really, that's what we're really talking about. Mm -hmm. That it's not enough to just quote unquote monitor or gain insights. And so you need to be able to take action. And right. that's the beauty of it. That with, that with a platform, you can actually gain this, you know, end to end visibility, but also you can take action and that's pretty powerful. So that's one of the reasons why we're now calling it an operational business management platform. It's more than just an operational intelligence 
um, product where you can gain insights and visibility into your data, but the management portion is actually being able to take actions. Absolutely. And, you know, what is operational intelligence, right? It's just, again, it's it's all about wisdom and insights and all those great things that data scientists love to talk about. But that's right. We chose the word management because it is very action oriented. It's in order for you to manage, you have to first understand and then take action. And so, you know, for non-capital sort of operations in a financial firm, we think that our platform is best suited for both identifying opportunities and also being able to take actions. Right. And I think the one thing we didn't cover yet is this idea of data quality. Um, I just got back from the CDAO event, which is the Chief Data Analytics Officer event, <laughs> another mouthful. <laughs> um, and that was one of the things that everyone was talking about is guaranteeing data quality within your organization. So making sure things are your data is complete, correct and consistent. Um, so this is one of the things also that our platform solves. Yeah. And, and that's a great point because if there is one thing I keep hearing over and over with regards to data is data quality, governance, yeah, integrity, those those sort of descriptions of what we're really trying to accomplish, which is assertions and attestations about a piece of data in a, in a way that's believable and, and trusting, right? So um, how do you get data that is you know, clear, has integrity, all of those things. And we built our platform from day one around those concepts um, because you simply cannot underestimate the power of reliable data. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we've talked about this before. We used to have a tagline. This is why I rely on information that, or data that's just probably right. And to this day, that still applies, that relying on things that are just probably right is okay probably to some extent. But then... What about the fact that if you have good data, if you have trusting data, then you can make more decisive actions or you can make you can be more decisive. Let's just put it that way. You can be more decisive and have more confidence in your decisions because, look, the the underlying data that led you to that decision is better. So um you brought up the conferences, so let's talk about that for just a second as well. I think we spent a lot of time last year going to, I don't know, 30-some-odd events, I think, ultimately, right? It was mm -hmm. from about 32 oh, or yeah. something. Um, and one thing we've realized is that it's as much as we've loved, uh, you know, a lot of these events, and I think they were very, very useful, one thing we've decided to kind of change a little bit this year is to be a little bit more targeted with where we go, um, you know, seek out better opportunities uh, at these conferences so that we get an opportunity to sort of present who we are and what we do. Um, but at the same time, really have an opportunity to connect with people that are um, in the same sort of, um, you know, they're trying to solve the same kinds of problems, right? Mm -hmm. And I think CDO was a prime example of that conference, uh, of this type of conference, rather. Right? So tell us a little bit more about that, where it was, and 
Yeah, so it was beginning of February in New York. Um, Our CEO talked about digital transformation in the morning, um, specifically on trust and transparency. And then uh, Erica, who we've had on here before, she hosted a roundtable on self-serve analytics, um, which had a great turnout. Overall, it was a really great event. There weren't too many other sponsors, but we were able to network with them and definitely some potential partnerships there. But it was an overall really good event. Yeah, and, and, you know, I think, again, uh, this was in New York, right? Mm-hmm. So the, uh, where these events occur tend to say something about um, how uh, impactful they might be, right? So when you're in a financial capital um, and you're talking about data, chances are that's very impactful, mm-hmm. right? So I think uh, I, I don't mean to take away from any event, but I think generally speaking, I really like events that are happening in the epicenters of where these things actually matter because then you have more involvement and more participation and have more sort of quote unquote influencers in in, in the discussions. But generally, I think that was our um, first event of the year. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were very excited about it. And I think, um, you know, we have a few events coming up in Q2, but for the most part, um, we have a couple of events in Q1 left, but I think this was definitely the most important one for us. Why? Because, again, it resonated with our messaging and resonated with what we're really trying to accomplish um, uh, rather deeply. And speaking of financial hubs, we have a new office Yay. in London, which is really exciting. We're going to announce I think you were going to say Bora Bora. <laughs> yeah. If that was the case, I'd be there. Am I not getting transferred? <laughs> so just another... Uh, great location for all these events too yeah london is london is a you know uh a a huge european financial hub and so we think that our presence there expanding is is uh um of great importance um i uh i'm really excited actually i think um you know we have a we have a great team in london uh we've had harpal Mm -hmm. on the show obviously and i think he's again you know another one of those um uh, folks that has sort of, you know, has lived through this whole thing and, uh, you know, viscerally understands the concerns and the problems at hand. And um, But we're really excited for this year. I think with this refined messaging that we've been working on for, you know, a good two and a half months now, um, we really hope that we can get to better and more fruitful conversations with financial firms um, around these topics of data in general um and so you know we'd love to get some feedback if any of the listeners would uh email them to sonia no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's not good <laughs> send but them my way i want to add one last thing to this conversation which is the brand new section on our site called resources so we launched this at the beginning of January, actually, and it, it just kind of um, started off uh, with just a few pieces. But what we've done is that we've created a new section on our site that focuses on all of our activities, um, such as events and podcasts and all the wonderful things, but also allows us to create very specific thought leadership pieces that are um really uh, trying to get at the core of what we were discussing earlier. Mm -hmm. And so 
I have written a couple pieces in the last three, four weeks, I think. Um, uh, <laughs> the goal was always to write one or two. You know, I was very ambitious. I was like, I'll write one or five pieces a week. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's I, aim high. I may have written one to five words a week. But, but it is a really good blog post. Um, it's on characteristics of a successful operational intelligence tool. So definitely check it out on our resources page. And then we had another one last week. So now I've had two pieces. Yep. <laughs> it's true. Two I'm for on two. a roll. Yeah. Two, two articles in, in a month. But in all fairness, I think uh, quality matters, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm really trying to um, write pieces that are relevant and of value. I don't want to write clickbaity stuff. And yeah. It just you know it doesn't make any sense. But the point is that we really want to get our resources section to be the place where you can visit regularly. And, and you know, if you want to interact with us, download a case study or, you know, send us an email and we set up a one-on-one -on -one demo for you by all means. But we just, we really, this was a piece in my mind that was always missing because we just had a lot going on. And so um, I'm really excited that we were able to launch this and uh, we're going to have a lot more, um, folks sort of help out with the uh, thought leadership pieces. But to get you started, I've given you the first two. Yes. So I hope uh, you find them of some value. So as always, thanks for listening to Digital Switch. You can find us on your favorite podcast streaming service or digitalswitch.show. Don't forget you can access additional content on our resources page like we talked about or at purenova.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Purenova Inc. And thank you for tuning in. Have a great week. <laughs>